And just remember, every time you work a spell, the most important part is the feeling. So when you work money magic, whatever you can do to feel abundant, get into that feeling. Maybe it's, you know, lighting like a nice candle, putting on your cashmere sweater. Do so, like, put something on, put things around you that make you feel abundant. Hello and welcome to another episode of Goddess Hangs. Episode 58. Woo! Woo! (laughs) I leaned in as if there was a mic in front of me and then I was like, wait. (laughs) If you are listening and not watching, we are now doing our second ever remote episode because your girl got sick. And we thought, you know what? We're just going to play it safe. We're going to give it a few more days and then we will reunite next week. So that's why we're doing it this way. Um, And I miss you so much. I know. I know. It just doesn't feel right. (laughs) At least when I was in Wisconsin, we couldn't be together. But now, you know, I'm at my home and you're at yours. And I'm like, gosh, darn it. I know. I know, but we're going to make the best of it. We'll make the absolute. We are. So, welcome to Goddess Hangs, if you're new around here. Welcome, welcome. I'm Sadie. (laughs) I'm Juliette, obviously. Obviously, and we created Goddess Hangs podcast to make the world of mindset, magic, manifestation, more spiritual, I mean, more relatable, (laughs) and fun, (laughs) and more spiritual, apparently. Apparently more, and apparently more spiritual. (gasps) Apparently... (laughs) Apparently, it's the best spiritual podcast out there. (laughs) And you know why it is the best spiritual podcast? Because we are learning along with you, and we don't know what the ultimate truth or answers are. We're just figuring it out alongside you, and we're having a great time. We are, exactly. So we like to start out the podcast asking each other, hey, Juliet, what's new with you? (laughs) Well, Sadie, I made a list. And we're just going to come in, we're going to come in big and we're going to come in strong. So um, I made an impulse purchase. Oh. I made an impulse purchase that was very cute and very fluffy and very not real. (laughs) And I'm going to introduce her to you. And you actually named her, but I'm going to introduce her to the Goddess Hings community. Mm-hmm. who are either going to love it, think it's very freaky, have some opinions about me, or not care. Those are That's the multiple choice. Those, you know, and I understand you picking A, B, C, or D. So let me wake her up. Hang on. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Sparkle. <gasps> Sparkle, it's an honor to have you here with us today. You know, we met A little Gretchen. Velcro rip. so this is my sweet girl sparkle this is a hasbro companion pet that they make for elderly people especially those who are lonely in homes yeah that's right sparkle (laughs) that's what i'm here for and she purrs she meows she moves she blinks she moves her little ears, she licks her paw, and she rolls over. 
and I was at CVS buying vitamins and I saw Sparkle. Actually, Victor saw Sparkles. Yes. And and Victor said, babe, you, are you going to get your cat? And I was like, that would be so weird. Like, I can't just bring home a robotic cat. I I know, but it's I did. It's the human voice saying meow for me. That's what really... Meow! Oh, one time. Okay, so I brought it to my family. My sister was like, you need help. Um, but my dad loved it. My dad loved oh it. I mean, of course your dad did. He just he loves animals. So for him, it was so cute. He was on the couch with a big smile, just like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, meow. I'll turn her meow off in a second. But I just wanted to show you how freaking cute she is. Oh, she's purring. Can oh. you hear her? Oh, look at her purring and blinking. <laughs> so I think I just want everybody to know that Sparkle yeah. is helping me get through this pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, we cannot have a pet where we live, although I really feel like if we asked my landlord and like gave a pet deposit, they would be like, whatever, it's fine. I also um, cannot have a pet and I have to, so... <laughs> And our neighbors in the state, there's only four in our building, four apartments, but the neighbors just got a dog. So we're like, oh, finally, we're not the only ones. I know. A dog is so much worse. That's much harder yeah. to hide. Yeah. So um, anyways, Victor's very allergic to cats and I want a cat so bad. And he was just egging me on. He's like, you have to get it. You have to get it. Um, and so I brought Sparkle home and I took her out of the box and the joy that I felt <laughs> And so at night she sleeps in bed with me and um, she's very sweet. Although she did do something kind of creepy. <gasps> so I had her at my parents' house, her. <laughs> I had this <laughs> robotic toy at my parents' house. And you know how it's clearly like a woman going meow. Like they didn't even yeah. sample a cat. Well, she was making normal meow noises. And then about 15 minutes in, she goes, <sighs> and I was like, oh, we're turning <laughs> off for the night. It was really spooky. <laughs> so yeah, the the box, in fact, I'm tempted to get the box. It's it's over there, but it just has old ladies on it. And they're just I like, know. <laughs> it's really cute. You know, this feels like a good happy medium between a real pet and one of those creepy realistic dolls that you want. This feels like a good a happy medium. I know. For me. <laughs> I got to have something to like hold and take care of because I am at a very mothering time in my life, <laughs> biologically. <laughs> and I don't get to have cats. I don't get to have a pet at this moment. Um, but yeah, but you know, if you ever, maybe Sparkle will make some appear, maybe Sparkle will be like a community service therapy uh, friend and we'll go visit old folks maybe. homes and bring joy. I mean, she brought joy to my dad. She brings joy to me. <laughs> You're all like, oh, Juliet has lost it. I just want a pet so bad. So I just, this is what's new with me. I bought this, this cat. Um, my I think it's great. Pal. Thank you. Your, your companion pal. I asked Irene, I said, you know, is this weird? Like, is this, is this me showing like a very obvious sign that I need help? And she said, Juliet, if you start leaving wet food out for it, that's what I'm going to be concerned. <laughs> she said, or if you're like, oh, we're going out of town this weekend. Can you watch Sparkle? <laughs> I said, I'll drop no, her no. off. No, it's just like my little, like, I get my five minutes a day of like, 
oh, that feels nice. And then I move on. So that's, <laughs> I think it's great. If Sparkle funny. is wrong, I don't want to be right. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm going to get that tattooed. And you're like, oh, okay. If Sparkle she- is wrong. <laughs> I think it's great. Just like a big chest plate tattoo. <laughs> I get Sparkle tattooed on me. I never had a tattoo in my life. It's my first yeah, tattoo. Juliet's like, I don't think I ever want tattoos. Gets a gigantic life-size <laughs> tattoo of Sparkle on her chest. So I think that's like the goofiest thing that's new with me. I just underlined it. I'm like, Sparkle the cat? Check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also experienced my first infrared sauna. Ooh. Have you ever done one of those? I have. It was quite magical. Yeah. Because my friend Amy and I went and we you sit in these like little, you know, sauna boxes mm-hmm. and you get to pick the color of the light. And I just wanted red for some reason. And then they put essential oils in. So you're getting this Ooh. like oil experience, this light experience. You're the first 10 minutes. You're like, what's the big deal? I'm not sweating. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Minute 11 comes. <laughs> Drenched. It was it was amazing, and I did it on the day of the full moon, mm. so it just felt like a really good way to like release and detox. And it was extremely affordable to like go in and sweat for thirty five minutes, yeah, and just an awesome experience. So now I want to go back. I want to take Victor. I want to take you. I want us all to like be sauna babes. I haven't for a very 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 long time, um, actually. My grandparents had a sauna in their basement. I don't remember if it's that kind, though. But um, now it's in my basement at home. I should have used it when I was back home, but I didn't. Oh. It's, like, plugged in and stuff. It's, yeah. It's this, like, little wooden box that we have in our house. (laughs) That's a sauna, but I don't know if it's an infrared one. It's something. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm dreaming about, like, oh, in my future home, I'm going to have, like, a a sauna just like this. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, um, I really want to get one of those like face mask things, those light, and you can get the different lights. I oh, you know what? I actually oh my god, I just I forgot. I'm like, wait, I have one. That was my mom's, and I found it the mm. when I was home over the summer, and I brought it home, and it's it's red light. So I need to put that together because it was very expensive. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> I have one. It's That's really good for exciting. your skin. Um. Yeah, I haven't been to a sauna in a long time, but it feels so good. I was, so as it's so funny, as much as I am like definitely into the spiritual and the and the woo-woo world and I do my readings and my mediumship and everything, I still am like, is this really going to help? <laughs> like I still get skeptical. Yeah. And so um, she was, the woman who worked there was the most Amy described her. She's like, she's the most pleasant person you'll ever meet in your life. And it was the perfect adjective. She was the most pleasant person. (laughs) And she's like, oh, yes, this is good. Like, not only will you sweat out like actual toxins, like it's good for your energy and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, we'll see. (laughs) And I I came out and I really felt like I released a lot of stuff. Yeah, really did. I'm like the opposite because I grew up with my hippie mom. So anything (laughs) natural, whatever, I'm like this 1000% works. And then I go to like the regular doctor and I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) They're like, you have a bacterial infection. Take these antibiotics. 
it oh, has yeah, been I, proven I, for 50 years and you're like nah. <laughs> well i still take antibiotics the least amount possible because they rip apart your gut but i believe in them and they've saved my life many a time i would have i like that question of like what age would you have died if you know like modern medicine didn't exist i definitely would have died when i was um small because i had really severe uh utis and stuff because i had to get surgery when i was little that's an interesting question so you would have been how old so i probably would have died by like second grade whoa because in second grade they discovered that i had um a severe uti that had no symptoms for so my body's weird. It doesn't always give me symptoms when I'm sick, which is kind of dangerous. I have to be really in tune with my body, mm-hmm. um, which sounds great, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> um, so I, they were, I, uh, I got a test for something else, and then they were like, "Well, that test came back fine," but they were like, "Your daughter's not telling you she's in pain. She has an awful, awful, awful UTI." because they had to test my urine for something. And I was like, I don't feel anything. And so then they started doing all these tests and it turns out I had had chronic UTIs since I was a little baby. And I had mm-hmm. um, like one of my kidneys didn't, it, it, luckily it was the one that when I was 18, I had to get part of it removed, but it, it was all small and, and shriveled. Like it didn't grow properly because it was just always infected. Um, so I don't know if I, so in second grade I got surgery to fix stuff. I don't know, maybe I would have lasted a few more years, but it was not good. <laughs> And antibiotics had to help that, of course, and then surgery, you know, things like, and then you have to take antibiotics when you do surgeries because you don't want to get infections. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I would have died pretty young, but I it was think, no big deal, you know, because of modern medicine. I think I would have made it until 21, mm. 22 at the latest, because I had um, two different uh, hernias. And if you, mm. In, in a position where if you don't attend to them, uh, they can eventually like strangulate and then you can die. So yeah, um, yeah that would have been my my uh, Victorian ending. Yes. <laughs> I would have just long enough to have had seven children. And- yep, just <laughs> lived a long full life mm-hmm. of 20, 21 years. Yeah, if I would have made it through that first initial infection stuff, I mean, I never got sick. It was just, I just existed like that. Then I 1000% would have died when I was 18 and my kidney stuff happened because I almost did die that time. So well, we made it. We did 30 it. years strong. We're doing it. We're halfway strong. to 31. <laughs> 30 years strong. And oh my God, wait, is it our... Wait, Almost what's in February, right? Mine's February 29th. So yours is this month. Wait, is it your half birthday? Like pretty much right now? It was yesterday. <laughs> it's my half my birthday. Half birthday. Happy half and birthday. A half. <laughs> Woo! Can you believe 30 and a half years old? You made it. I'm, I've made it. <laughs> 30 and a half. A fabulous podcast. Great man. No, no babies yet. No pets yet. You've lived a long, full life. If this were the end, it'd be okay. (laughs) It'd be okay. (laughs) I don't have a long, I don't even think I have a list of things that are like things I wish I had done. Kind of done all the things up until this moment that I wanted to do and was able to do other than maybe like seeing certain parts of the world. Like it'd be very fun to see so many places in the world, but it's not like, oh, if only I had shared the song like i don't feel that way 
which is nice. Yeah, I feel like I've lived a very, very um, full. Mm-hmm. I've made the most of my years for sure. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yes, you I've have done a lot. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I'm trying to think. What else is new with me as a 30 and a half year old? Okay. First infrared <laughs> sauna. Check. Check. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm still working on making the meditation bundle. Ooh, yes. Excited about that. <clears throat> I'm working on a little ebook about how to be a go getter, but like mm. in a glittery, fun, feminine, intuitive way. So. Like that. That's on the burner. And I'm also working on starting a Nickelback cover band with... Oh, yes. (laughs) Big news. (laughs) (laughs) With Victor's brother. And hopefully, Victor, I'm trying to convince him that he would be an excellent front man. So what inspired this desire for a Nickelback only? (laughs) I have to ask. Um, Have you always been a big fan of Nickelback? (laughs) So, okay, so we were in the car and we're listening to Photograph and every time I, so I never think I'm a Nickelback fan. I just don't. Because I don't think most people. Wait, wait, wait. That's the one where it's like, look at this photograph. Uh Okay. And I'm listening to this song and of course it's like, oh, ha ha, here's that song. And every, this, this song does it to me every time. That chorus comes in and I go, this is a really good song. What a well-written song. <laughs> and I said, if you're not watching, I just tried to try not to spit out my water. <laughs> like from a, from a professional songwriter perspective, <laughs> what a perfectly crafted song. And so I have to listen to it again. Yeah. Everyone's homework is to believe in yourselves, cast a spell and listen to photograph by Nickelback. <laughs> We're going to get canceled because we're now a Nickelback fan club and everyone hates Nickelback. They're like, Juliet. But what a way to go. Like, Juliet enjoys Nickelback and bought a fake pet. Like, Sadie, like Sadie's by far the the superior um, member. Oh, I've got my, my nuts and corks, too. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say nuts and bolts. <laughs> I got my... You, you you lost your nuts and bolts. I still got mine. Yeah. Not really. Uh-huh. I lost mine a long time ago. <laughs> so you know what it is? I've always been this person. I've just tried to like hide it. Yeah. <laughs> and now I don't care anymore. <laughs> so it's fine. Life's um, a lot more fun when you don't care. So we're driving in the car and we're listening to this song and I'm having my epiphany about, oh my God, this is the perfect song. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, if there was a Nickelback cover band, they, like like a really good one, yeah, they would create such a scene, even if they had a, like a residency once a month somewhere, everybody would go because you all know the songs. It's something to do. It's a very different energy from when I used to go on stage and say, this next song is about when somebody broke my heart. Like I've done that for 10 years. I don't feel like doing that anymore. I just want to go up and sing Photograph by Nickelback. So Anthony's coming over for a rehearsal tomorrow and he wants to do all sorts of active rock songs. He wants to do like Lips of an Angel and maybe I'll sneak in some Avril Lavigne. I don't know if that counts, but... I just think that would be so fun. And you get there and you're like, why is this so good? Everyone loves to hate Nickelback, but everyone secretly likes it. Did you know they are the 11th highest selling artist of all time? Wow. (laughs) 
I'm like, we need to get on this tribute band. <laughs> You're following in your father's footsteps. I know. Being this- creating iconic cover bands, first the Beatles and then Nickelback. Just bringing joy, bringing joy to people's <laughs> lives. So even if we, I have a vision that we're just going to do one show, it's going to be amazing. And then we're going to hang up our hats unless they're like, and then in six months, we'll do a reunion show. <laughs> I love it. I, yeah. I'll be there. So um, that's something I'm brewing up. I love it. Because I've stopped caring and I just want to do what I want to do now. And that's the, that's the confident goddess in action. She buys yes. a robotic cat. She wants to sing photograph. That rhymes actually. That's good. Write that down. Okay. <laughs> let me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nickelback cover band. <clears throat> Check. <laughs> and uh, the only other thing new with me is last night, um, a former guest on our show, Vivian, who's my neighbor, came. Oh, over. yeah. And we had so many activities. This was what a night was like at my house last night. So she comes over and Victor had purchased me this jewelry cleaning kit for Christmas. And I was like, mm. bring your tools. So we had jewelry cleaning party. Ooh, I need to do that with you. Yes, I'll bring it over. It's a, it's amazing. Everything is sparkling. Um, then she brought up this bag of like a bunch of makeup that was sent to her that she didn't want. So that felt like Christmas morning. And I made a little bag for Sadie and a so little excited. thing for my mom. And I kept some for myself. So we had a makeup party. Then we, then Victor made all this food. Then we pulled out the Theragun thing and we were uh, taking turns massaging our legs. Then um, we got the Jackbox games on the Switch. Have you ever played those? I don't know. Okay. There's Jackbox. so much fun. We have to do like Goddess Hangs Jackbox. Maybe we can, <gasps> I wonder if we could play with our, our Patreon friends. Ooh, with a coven? Yeah, because I think you just put in a code Okay, I'm brainstorming. Oh, maybe I have done that. There's different games you can play. There's Quiplash and there's um, like a word jumble or something. It was we, so fun. When I lived in Santa Barbara, we would go to this bar that my friend worked at that was always like more like chill. And we would play on their TV, this game. Like we would connect our phones and play on their TV. And we had to draw pictures that were supposed to like mean the phrase or something. And we had to like figure out what, the, I don't know, it was really fun. Maybe it's not exactly that, but it sounds similar. But it's like that. So we did that. Yeah. And then it's like 12 in the morning, one in the morning and Vivian goes, does anybody else want a McFlurry? And so she postmates McFlurries to all of us. And, uh, then, and so finally at two in the morning, she's like, I should go home. And then she just walked downstairs, but it was, it was so much fun. And I just felt like a little teenager. It was so fun. I'm, I've been sick. I feel fine now, but I've been not eating any sugar because sugar feeds, you know, the sickness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, McFlurry sounds so good. I'm like, gosh, after this, should I go get a McFlurry? <laughs> Do you like the Oreo or the M&M? Oreo. Oh, I'm an M&M girl. I don't, frozen M&Ms freak me out. <laughs> oh. I don't know why they freak me out. Like they're frozen and I think I'm going to like crack my tooth or something. I've never cracked my tooth ever in my life. I don't know why I would think that. Maybe in a past life, I cracked my tooth on a frozen M&M. Maybe. <laughs> Remember when they had the Take Five McFlurries? 
Remind me what that was. Take five had like caramel, pretzel, chocolate, nougat. There was like five things that comprised a take five candy bar and they would make that into a McFlurry. Frozen pretzels also kind of freaky, but Vaguely. it was really good. I, I, I'm a ca- caramel if if I could have it. Otherwise, Oreo. Okay. Okay. Noted. Yeah. Noted. Love caramel. So it was a night of fun. And that concludes what's new with me, other than just like a big old full moon release. Like, yeah. let go of a lot of stuff. What's new with you? Well, I was sick. Mm. Um, yes. So that. That's what comprised most of my week. It honestly wasn't that bad. I was very responsible and proactive. I took tons of vitamins and I rested and I really was only like really sick for like one evening, not even the full day. Like I had a fever and felt awful for like maybe four hours. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it's just been kind of like low energy and I've been fine. Um, But my full moon, so at the time of recording this, or the time this releases, the full moon will have been one week ago, but it was the full moon in Cancer. Mm -hmm. And I was feeling very like, very quiet, very cozy, very creative, very um, just like, I just wanted to be nestled in my blankies. And like, I was feeling really, really emotional, but not in a bad way or not that any type of emotion is bad, but I mean like I wasn't feeling bad emotional. I was, I was, I had a lot of like crying happening. Even today I had another release, but it it hasn't been like, it's been connected to my grief and my mom, but it hasn't been like um, the sort of grief where I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna feel better again. And I'm so devastatingly sad. I've had these like really interesting like connections, like memories pop into my mind, like just sort of throughout the day, especially on Monday when it was the full moon, where my it was like my mom was like remember this remember this remember this and so it was like really emotional but I was feeling all of these like floods of like pride from her and like just like remember that like these like beautiful like memories both feeling and seeing them it was so weird I've never experienced this like just flooding in on a day Mm. um but it was really cool and then she was also showing me things I'm doing now like I was getting flashes of like almost like from her point of view like her watching me do stuff and like how she was feeling it was so intense and so cool it it was so bizarre and I was I was just like sobbing (laughs) but it was like like it was like I was almost like I was feeling her emotions and like how happy she was that I've just been like doing my thing especially lately I've just been doing so well at I feel like balancing like my work and my play and and really really getting into the play and the to the creativity and and um her and I were just so much alike like she always was like concerned with figuring out her purpose and she was always like starting these little side businesses and trying to like do her own thing and I feel like the new year sort of like symbolized like oh my gosh this is the first year where I'm entering the new year and I feel completely confident about what my business is and how it brings an income and who I am and my brand and my message and all these things like last year at the new year I was still fumbling figuring it out you know that's part of the process Mm -hmm. um but I just yeah and I, I just feel like there was just this whole entire day 
of her just like it was like I, I don't know it was like she was like I don't know like in me I mean she's always with me but I just felt like she was just like in my <laughs> in my body and it was really bizarre it was cool um and I also started my moon on the full moon so Ooh. that was also it was a big I mean like a literal physical release which felt really good but then that obviously I just feel like I'm more psychic when I'm bleeding I don't know about you do you feel like during your period oh you know I haven't noticed I'm, I'll pay it <laughs> I'll pay attention this month <laughs> I just feel like I am and and so I don't know she like swooped in during that time and it was like a really I don't know it was really cool it was a really magical full moon I, I haven't I'm kind of a lazy witch you know I don't work magic with every single moon phase I think it's kind of overwhelming to do that because it's like release and set intentions and release and set intentions every two mm -hmm. weeks it's intense like you don't need to be setting new intentions every single month make sure you're following through on the intentions you already placed so um and i didn't i didn't you know work a really specific spell i didn't um i didn't remember to put all my crystals in the moonlight but like i just had this like ultra super connected day and it was it was really really cool i hadn't experienced that in a while I'm not surprised that she chose this moon because mm -hmm. cancer cancer's the mother. Yep. Yep. It was really yeah. It was cool. Um, so that was really special. Um, what else? I don't know. Mostly I've just been resting, trying to the week before I got sick, I was so I was going to maybe, maybe this is what happened. I was going to like different classes and stuff, and I think I kind of <laughs> wore myself out. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to go back. I was having so much fun going to those classes and moving my body a lot. And then I'm now I'm like, okay, you gotta slow back down again. You got can't go that hard. You gotta take care of yourself. So I'm excited in like another week to get back to it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that was that was the big new with me is my my mother full moon and cancer experience. It's beautiful. <laughs> I had little goosebumps when you were telling me about it. It just Aww. felt oh, it just felt so um, confirming that yeah. she's definitely with you. Yeah. And you'll be you'll be back at your dance classes. What probably by Monday? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I had this. Yeah. Um, it's so fun when you just make a change and then all of a sudden you're that person mm -hmm. like I was on a treadmill last night at the gym watching the Laker game which is fun for me because I actually I don't seek out the Laker games but when they're on I get really into it um because I know my dad's watching and I have some friends that are watching and I yeah, just feel yeah. it's like that magic connectedness of like we all care about this same thing at the same moment yeah <laughs> and so um it was and I had this moment of like oh I'm a gym girl now yeah you are that was not at all the reality three weeks ago so that was kind of fun <laughs> like oh all you have to do is make a choice and then there you go it's true it's true just make mm -hmm. the decision <laughs> this is a good leeway I think because we wanted to talk more today I feel like it's come up here and passing here and there the past month or so um but we want to talk more about money yeah and this connection to magic and and maybe not even just money but abundance in all ways but yeah specifically money and a, a lot of it is a decision and an identity when it's not flowing in the way we want it to it's it's shifting the energy around it 
Absolutely. I think the the biggest thing that has changed both of our um, ability and openness to receive in the past year is mm-hmm. deciding, truly deciding and committing first that, you know, I make X amount per year. I mm-hmm. have this amount per month. Um, you know, we just decided these things when they were absolutely not in the physical reality yet by a, yep. by a long shot, you know? Um, but it's that dis- that decision that then places you in the energy of it. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, whoa, it's working because you change at the identity level. Mm-hmm. That's what people do. They There's like, what is that like? That, that pyramid of, you know more about this than I do, the pyramid of like identity. And then let's chat about. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what pyramid you're specifically oh. talking about. You know, the pyramid. <laughs> okay. I'm sure okay. I've seen it. It's, uh, like, it's like you change the identity. The identity's at the top. And mm. then below that is like values. And then below that is beliefs. And then below that mm. is like actions. And below that is environment. And so what people do is they just only change the actions and environment, but then they're confused. Like, well, why isn't this working? But you have to mm-hmm. go all the way up to the identity level. Um, and it can be as simple as like, I used to look on Zillow and I would see houses and say, oh, I'll never be able to afford this. And I, mm-hmm. and, um, even at this moment, I cannot afford those at this particular moment in time. But now I look at the stuff that excites me, even if it's just way above and beyond where I'm at. And mm-hmm. I say, Ooh, like I could put this piece of furniture here and I would just take such good care of this house. And it's like just getting into this Mm -hmm. identity level of this is who I am and this is what I can have and this is what is possible for me. And then stuff just starts to come in and line up. Yeah, it's interesting because when I first moved from Wisconsin to uh, California, I would I would say all the time, oh, you know, I've accepted that I'll never own a house here. Like I would say that Mm -hmm. all of the time. And now I'll see like a $15 million home and I have no, no reason to believe that that's my future. But I'm like, oh, yeah, that, I mean, like that won't be a problem for me. <laughs> and Even if you look at my bank account now and my monthly income now, it's like, really? You think that that's <laughs> going to be a mortgage you can take on someday? And I'm like, oh, I'm going to pay for that bitch in cash someday. No problem. <laughs> I know. It's the divine delusion of it all. I have a perfect thing to supplement this. I'm opening my phone because something was sent to me that I loved so much. And it says tweets from celebrities manifesting their dreams. Did you happen to see Mm, this thread? mm -mm. So somebody put these up on billboards, like all over the place. Oh, and so in 2014, Tina Snow, the stallion said, I need a team because I promise rap's going to take off for me. May 27th, 2014. A decision. Um, Okay. Then we have um, Matthew A. Cherry. I'm going to be nominated for an Oscar one day, already claiming it, June 2nd, 2012. And here he is with his Oscar. Oh, that's so cool. Um, I bet it feels amazing to be the quarterback who says I'm going to Disney World after winning the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes the second, February 6th, 2013. And I imagine he went and did that. It's just like, um, let's see. I don't know. It just, 
Oh, this one I liked a lot. It was Niall Horan from One Direction. And in 2010, he said, applied for X Factor. Hope it all works out. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing about anyone that you look around and see that they have the car you want, the home you want, the, the career you want. Like, they're like regular people. There's nothing mm-hmm. innately extraordinary about them. Like they made a decision and they gave it their 1000% all and there was no other option than that coming to life for them. You know, like yeah. If they hadn't followed through with their vision, then they wouldn't be there. They had to put themselves out there. They had to go to the X Factor audition and and continue to go on the show or whatever it is. It's like what's meant for you will find you but you have to meet the universe halfway so maybe right now you don't know how to make the income you want to make how to manifest the money you want to make you're like yeah sure it sounds amazing to be a millionaire but that will never be me well your job right now in order to meet the universe halfway is to shift the the belief system within you and i think and this is what i Um, talk about in my courses in terms of like a ladder is like you know shifting identity that's that's a pretty huge thing that's a massive shift within you is your identity Mm -hmm. and so if you've been identifying as um you know someone who's poor or someone who has just is just awful at managing their money or someone who lets money slip through their fingers someone who's bad at um has bad spending habits all of these things these were things I identified with for a long time of just being like oh like I'm bad at managing my money I'll never I'll just never have money I'm I'm, I'm just not I can't handle it um shifting that at an identity level is going to take time and it is a massive shift so you then it's like well what's the next thing below that beliefs okay well how can I shift a belief that's pretty big too start with your thoughts and when the thoughts come through your head catch it there because a repetition of thought eventually becomes the belief so if you want to retrain yourself shift those mindsets whether it's money or you know the love you deserve or or whatever it is that you're trying to manifest that's where you start is shifting the thought, Mm -hmm. shifting the emotion, because those are things that we have a grasp on in the immediate moment, whereas a belief is more deeply ingrained. Our identity is, I mean, the ultimate thing ingrained within us. It's what we identify as. So start with the thoughts that pass through your mind and the emotions that come up. Um, If you are, you know, checking your bank account and you're feeling anxious when you see the outgoing, you know, bills, catch that emotion and shift it into gratitude oh my gosh i'm so grateful that i get to pay my phone bill and i'm i have the luxury of having this phone with me that gives me access to freaking everything um oh my gosh you know i'm so rich that i i little old me can afford to do that and get to have that um and and just change that energy and before you know it the beliefs are going to shift and before you know it, your whole identity is going to shift and it doesn't actually take that long like Juliet and I have been we worked at a retail store you've heard plenty of our story of the odd jobs we've worked the you know the little the small incomes we had the that there was not much wiggle room in terms of like manifesting more so to speak and now we're making more money than we ever have and we've only really been doing our business for a little over a year. It didn't take that long to shift. Yeah. It wasn't immediate. You have to keep going. Um, 
but I was thinking about in December when we left this event we worked and we um, we gave them an hourly for two hours and then those two hours got extended to four hours and we left and for those of you who are new here, Juliet and I worked at a retail store together. That's how we met. We worked at a, a crystal shop, of course. The witches met at a crystal shop. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did the math of like what we earned in four hours each. And we each would have had to worked over 50 hours mm-hmm. in that our last job to make what we had made in four hours. And not only did we make that amount of money in four hours that previously would have been 50 hours to us, <laughs> but we were there networking with people and meeting people that are going to have an, a really amazing impact on our future as well. So, And that wouldn't have happened for us at the beginning of this journey because we mm-hmm. didn't believe that that was we were worthy of that. We didn't believe that was possible for us. Um, but when we were ready, the universe said, ah, they can handle this now. Oh, it's time. They they, they get it now. And then we're going to level up and we're going to laugh at the days and remember fondly the days when in four hours we made that much and now we make that much um, for whatever, doing something even simpler, even less time. Uh, but that that all started with an identity shift. Absolutely. Um, I wrote down a couple things and I want to talk about that party too. So I'll start with that party. It's actually, <laughs> I need to just bring little notes and more together now because this helps me a lot. So, um, <laughs> you know, the couple of times we've worked places, um, we will, you know, go to the bathroom together or we'll, <laughs> we'll look at each other and we'll be like, what is our life? (laughs) It's so fun. It's so exciting. I'm constantly amazed at, at how much opportunity is actually out there, how much possibility is actually out there. I had a really narrow belief, even though I was still doing my music stuff, I still had this really narrow belief and it had to happen this exact way, or I was never going to earn any income doing it. And, and just, Every day I just see more and more opportunity, more and more possibility. Um, and that is part of the I, the identity shift and the belief shift is, you know, next time you maybe feel triggered by somebody who is earning the type of income you want to earn, take it as a sign of, ooh, they found a way. That's totally possible. Okay. God, angels, universe, however you like to say it, like, let's get some inspiration going here. Like I'm Mm -hmm. ready to be guided. I'm ready to be led. Like what is the next thing to do? Um, And I was sort of, you know, mapping this out in that little ebook I'm working on. And I was talking about how um, we just decided like, oh, we're just going to start pitching to these companies. And when they ask what our rate are, we're just going to say it's this. And it doesn't matter that it's never been this before. Let's just... Mm -hmm. I think we're worth this. Let's just do this. And then they say, okay. And it's just amazing. The other thing that I wrote down was um, when you talked about looking into your one's bank account, you taught me that you can change the names of the accounts. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Like when I log into Chase, I can change the names. Before it just said Juliet checking and I've changed it to like abundant goddess Mm -hmm. or I have the savings account that says like magic millionaire. Now, are there a million dollars in that account? Not yet. (laughs) 
<laughs> but there will be real soon. But the more I open my bank or when I move money around, it gets me excited. It gets me in the energy of, of that's what's happening. And another fun divine delusion thing that I, I probably have really only kept to myself, but I'll tell you now, is I have completely convinced myself that we are renting this condo because my home is being completely renovated. I've just, <laughs> I've convinced myself. I'm like, yes, they're renovating my home. They're putting in the pool. Um, and that's why we're renting this lovely condo in the interim. So it's, and I, I'm sure in two years from now or whatever, I'll be like, oh my God, I just bought this home that was freshly renovated <laughs> and they were <laughs> renovating my home. So yeah, it's just about, even if it feels silly, like get in the energy because you can't get to what you want unless you get in the energy. Like that's, that's the rainbow bridge. Like that's the golden key. Yeah. Um, so right now we're working on money mindset and activate your magic. We're wrapping up the last couple weeks, which I'm sad that this group is over, but I'm really excited for the next round of activate your magic. But, um, I've been thinking and reflecting on, you know, I kind of go through all of the motions of it every round. It helps me grow. And, um, thinking about, you know, when it comes to a launch and the goals for that, or just, you know, my monthly income. And we talked about this a little bit when Juliet was a guest teacher about, you know, making yourself a ladder of like what you can get behind for yourself and slowly walking up that. So like, for instance, you know, Juliet and I both are, are really having fun playing with the idea that we are millionaires. And we very much believe that that is our reality. You know, our timeline just needs to catch up. Mm -hmm. We're there. However, when I, this year I sat down to make my goal, I'm not going to make my yearly income goal a million dollars because I'm not fully behind that yet. I'm still working on that. I'm still working on that identity shift. What I can get behind is a $100,000 year. I haven't had a six-figure year ever before in my life. That's a stretch for me, but that's something I can energetically get behind. So that's my goal for this year. Now, last year at the new year, I would not have been able to get behind a $100,000 a year. No way. Mm -hmm. Even last year, I was working on the energy of me believing I was a millionaire, but last year, I wouldn't have been able to get behind that energy. So just think back to like the first job you ever got. I, I'm from Wisconsin, so I don't... And this was a while ago, so I think the minimum wage was like $6.25 or something, and I was making mm -hmm. that an hour, and I was like wow, <laughs> I got my paychecks. I thought that was so much money. At that time, manifesting that much money was so easy to me, right? Fast forward now, I'm making, you know, a certain window um, uh, a month that would have, at that time, I wouldn't have been able to get behind at all. But here I am and that's simple and I'm manifesting. Now I'm working on pushing myself up into the next uh, level of monthly income and I was I was sitting down and I was working through the energy of that like what's stopping me because last year even even six months ago the the window of income I'm making now the range of income per month I wasn't doing and I thought would be really hard and now it feels pretty easy to me so why is the next window that's just you know like two thousand dollars more a month seems so impossible to me when I just made that jump of like six months ago. Like, what's the big deal? And I came to this thought of like, 
you know, whether we're manifesting like $10 or $100 or $1,000 or $100,000, there's really no difference. It's about how easy we make it in our mind. So like for me right now, I think manifesting $100 or even manifesting $1,000 feels really, really easy to me, <laughs> to be honest. It, it's, it's especially $100. I'm like, oh, I can manifest that in an hour if, if I really wanted to. Um $1,000. Like, I can manifest that this week. No problem. So, it's about it's about how hard we make it in our own mind. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there making, you know, I want to make $100,000 this year. I'm letting that goal be known. But, like, there's people that make $100,000 a month and don't blink an eye that were one time sitting in my shoes being like, how the fuck do, you know, my goal isn't even $10,000 a month yet. I'm still reaching towards that really fun goal but I'm like they were in my shoes once upon a time and the only thing that shifted was that they got into the energy of like that was just as easy as making a few thousand dollars a month so it's like walk up the ladder of like what's possible for you like look at what you're making a month right now if you're ready to like expand your income and and really think about like why that feels easy for you the energy behind that reflect on like a year ago or the last the time since you got that raise or whatever and and what kind of shift would need to happen to make the next step up because we make it like so much more complicated than it needs to be I feel like I remember before this clicked in me, it would it would frustrate me, it would trigger me. Um and then it clicked. It's mm-hmm. it's and and also I think there's a thing that I wanna mention that this is this is some big work, especially for women to do mm. because it is still historically relatively new for us to have our own bank accounts, our own financial freedoms and sovereignty. I mean, really in, in what the past 50 years, I mean, it's, it's, it's practically infantile for us to be in these positions where, um, we have our own relationship with money Mm -hmm. and for us to, to really release any feelings that money is taboo, um, desiring money, makes us bad people or is greedy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think there's something about womanhood specifically and connection to money because the conversations that we have with one another, with the girls in our Patreon, with the girls in our courses, um, my the men in my family, the men in my life have sort of never had to have these types of conversations where they have to give themselves permission to either Mm -hmm. raise their rates a little bit or ask for more or um, it's just an interesting thing. So if you find yourself sort of triggered by this conversation, just see if, see if that might be contributing to it because Mm -hmm. I think over, you know, hundreds thousands of years, it has sort of been our societal role to take care of everybody. And for many of us, most of us, it still kind of is our role. Take care of everybody. Don't worry about the money. It's not Mm -hmm. for you to worry about. And now Mm -hmm. it is for us to worry about and enjoy. And I saw this funny tweet that was like, um, millennial women are um, insecure about out earning their partners. And this huge, re- this great reply was like, no, we are not. Pay us more. 
So yeah, there might be some of that that needs to be unpacked too, where, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we can go into the world, we can create opportunities, we can envision ourselves as making any dollar amount, even if it's more than what our partner is envisioning for themselves in their life, and that it's okay and it's safe to do that. It doesn't make anybody greedy or bad because the people, the good-hearted people, the good-hearted women who have access to money, we've talked about this quite a bit, are able to provide for their families and their friends and provide and donate to causes that they really believe in and make a difference. And it's, it, it, it sort of doesn't serve you, your family, or, or anything that you want to make an impact to consciously remain in a scarcity mode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's actually far more spiritual to have money. And that might mm-hmm. seem weird. That might seem weird. And there might be some religious beliefs that are like, no, it's greedy. It's greedy. And there might be some unwiring and unlearning that needs to happen there. But truly, like, when when I began thinking of money as like a moving prayer and it's a beautiful thing to, to give and to spend and it's a beautiful thing to receive, the numbers like, whoop, it went way up. Yeah. Well, think, you know, if you are scared of money or if you hate money or if you think money is evil why would it come around to be by you if you don't like it it's like Mm -hmm. if you're telling the universe this thing makes me feel bad it's gonna be like oh that's a no all right (laughs) whereas if you're like that and that's what i um i think i have a module called like money is my bff uh in 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 my money mindset um course because it's like that needs to be the energy what would you would you treat your best friend like the way that you treat money? Would you talk about your best friend the way you talk mm-hmm. about money? No? Well, then you need to work out your relationship with money because, um, you know, saying things like money is the root of all evil, yeah, money has a lot of power attached to it for sure. So wouldn't you want amazing people like you to have more of it <laughs> to do great things in the world and it doesn't you know the the reason for wanting money while I for sure am excited about treating my friends and taking my families on luxurious little vacations and do- donating to causes that are really important to me those things are all you know, ways I want to use my money for others, but I'm also really excited to buy myself a really nice car and to spend money on making my home really luxurious and 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 getting nice facials and getting massages and and treating myself because I want to and because I'm worthy of it. And so are all of you listening and so is everyone. But you have to claim it. Like if you don't if you don't believe that about money, if you don't believe about all the good it can put into your life and you want to keep telling a story about how much of a problem it is and how stressful it is um which i'm there with you i get it we've all felt that but we have to change the story about money in our lives and decide it's our best friend because the truth is is that as even though it can be stressful in our lives it's always there to support you (laughs) it's what allows you to have your home and your phone and um, go to visit your family and go on trips. And and money is a part of our life, whether you like it or not. So why not have a great fucking relationship with it? Right. Every day you're spending money on something, even if Mm -hmm. it's not 
even if you're not going to the store, like, you know, I'm paying to keep this light on right now. Like I'm paying to Mm -hmm. run my heater, like everything, um, everything is, is being paid for. And I was just thinking of the example of people who have a mentality of, you know, I'm not good with money. If I have money, um, people won't love me or they'll take advantage of me. And then they might, they might win the lottery. They might win the lottery. Um, and that money will go really quickly because they don't feel mm-hmm. safe. They don't feel safe to have it. Mm-hmm. So they'll blow through it really quickly. So again, it goes back to that I- identity thing where, mm-hmm. um, whereas somebody else who wins the lottery, who's like, oh my God, this is amazing. Great. Let's invest it here. Let's save it here. Let's put some of it here. Let's donate some of it here. Let's book a trip. Like it's just a different it's just all about what we believe we can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty simple. Like <clears throat> I, Julia and I are on opposite spectrums, which I think is helpful to talk about money because you tended to be more of like save, save, save. And I had a big problem with overspending and I didn't have to go through and, and figure out the overspending problem it was more like the more I just focus my energy on loving money, the more I love myself, the more money flows into my life, the more money stays in my life. Without having to think that much about it, my spending habits became so much more balanced because when you love something, you treat it with respect. Mm. And it's not respecting yourself or respecting money to say spend every penny as soon as it hits your bank account and it's not you know respecting yourself or respecting your money to put every single penny away and not enjoy a bit of it like both of those are scarcity responses and both of those are are not a way to love or respect yourself or money so if you really just focus if you're like where do I even begin (laughs) just again like start with the thoughts that pass through your mind when it comes to your money that's going to um what's the word, like re-etch those, those beliefs that are in your brain into new belief systems, which is going to eventually dig into the core of your identity around money. But don't overcomplicate it. Like, what are some simple ways that you sort of play with money in your life or have like helped your, that are like, uh, like, let's give them a couple steps that we like sort of incorporate money mindset tricks and maybe some like magic in our life too. with money okay well I think I told you this last week maybe (laughs) how anytime I see any any dollar bill left around in our house I throw it in the air and I go abundance (laughs) (laughs) or Victor's caught on so if he like um if we went halvesies on something and he like owes me 20 bucks or something um he'll he'll throw the money at me and go abundance So it's just sort of about creating like a fun, playful experience. Um, Mm. I had a lot of, a lot of unwiring to do. um, And I'm still working on it. Like, like I'll still tense up if I spend a certain amount somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like I was at home goods and I spent like $180 and I thought, oh, I'm a terrible person. I mean, like (laughs) it came through me, you know, but these are things that like, will help organize my home and create a better, you know, sense of harmony in this house. (laughs) So it's, so I think it's, it's fun to say, to say thank you. 
every time mm-hmm. you put the card in and spend money, thank you so much. Or, Ooh, mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so abundant. I'm so abundant. Like that's one thing I can think of. I don't know why. Give you a couple of your examples. Maybe it'll spark something in my head. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to give more like from a magic point of view. I love it. Because everyone loves the witch stuff. Mm-hmm. So one thing is that I have a money corner of my desk that I work at that is basically one of my altars as well as I have an altar in my room that has a money corner as well and that is the back left corner would be the money the abundance corner and um, that can also be if you stand in your front door the back left corner of the first floor of your home you can make a little money altar there if you wanted to choose a spot and um so on my desk, I don't keep cash because it's right by the front door. That's always open, but I have abundance crystals there. Um, but then in the bedroom, I think I mentioned this before, but I keep $101 bills on my money altar because it looks abundant. You know, it's a big stack. Um, and then I also have my great grandma uh, left me these like silver dollar coins that mm-hmm. I recently was given. <laughs> that had no idea she had left me. They went through my grandparents' uh, deposit box or whatever at the bank. And um, so I added those. And again, there's like crystals and I, I make sure I keep the um, the altar, you know, clean, dust free because you don't want to clog up the energy around your money. I also have little baby crystals in my wallet and I fell out of the habit with this. Um, I want to start doing it again, but I used to always keep a $100 bill in my wallet that was not for spending because every time you open your wallet to pay, you see that $100 and you're like, oh my God, I'm, I'm rich. Mm-hmm. No matter how much, you know, it just, you see that and you, you feel rich. Um, so those are a couple ways. I also love to work uh, money spells. Thursday is a great day of the week. And if you haven't already, if you join our email uh, list, you actually get my famous money spell for free, mm-hmm. for free. What a return on investment, a free money spell. Um <laughs> And just remember, every time you work a spell, the most important part is the feeling. So when you work money magic, whatever you can do to feel abundant, get into that feeling. Maybe it's, you know, lighting like a nice candle, putting on your cashmere sweater. Do so, like, put something on, put things around you that make you feel abundant. Um, And then the final thing I'll say is that um, when it's time to look at my finances, which I'm trying to do more often. I used to do it like once a month. I'm trying to do it like once a week now, but make it like a, like a vibe, like make it like a date. Like it's something you look forward to, like, you know, pour yourself a glass of wine or make your favorite cup of tea, put on some music, dim the lights, (laughs) light a candle and, you know, look at I have spreadsheets. I like to put in my spending and my income and things like that. Whatever it is for you, maybe you like to write stuff out, but know where your money's going because, you know, Juliet's my best friend and I would never just like let her like wander around doing whatever without me knowing, getting into trouble. No, I, I'm like, Juliet, you good? <laughs> you still alive out there? You know, we're talking on a regular basis. So when it comes to your money and create crafting that best friend relationship, well, you need to know what your money's up to. Um, and I couldn't believe when I started doing this how much I didn't understand about how my money was flowing in and out of my life. So it makes a huge difference once you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a more like 
typical like logical rational uh rational thing to do with your money is like basically take time to budget every week or every month but make it magical infuse magic into it make it a vibe make it fun um and that's made a huge difference for me as well so when you were talking about knowing where your money's going that is one thing i've always been quite good at yes (laughs) Uh, but the point is to look and see do i have any money leaks Do I have, Mm -hmm. am I paying for like seven subscriptions that I haven't used in three years? Mm -hmm. Um, Just going through and and just keeping an eye out on that, just really understanding, like what Sadie said, like you would know your best friend inside and out, or you would know yourself inside and out, someone you love really dearly, you would know about them. And if you don't really know what your money is up to, (laughs) that could cause a problem. Um, Sadie reminded me also that on my little altar back there, I have... I'm trying to point to it. There it is. A little pink tiny purse on the left side with citrine in it and all sorts of, um, when, when they give you change in New York on the subway, they give you dollar coins. Mm. That was interesting. So I saved all of those and I put them in like my little money purse and I actually have it sitting on some cash right now. So that's just always a nice thing um, to have. Using citrine crystals is amazing. I love listening to the 888 um, frequency music. Mm, mm-hmm, There's like playlists on Spotify. And when we um, worked our flea market, which we've talked a lot about and, and Sadie had this brilliant idea, we had a little speaker. And even though it was kind of subliminal, we had that 888 music playing. And I do truly believe between that and the money incense you burned, people came right up oh, to yeah. us. There were just mm-hmm. little subtleties that people's like energies pick up on. So I love listening to that music. Um, and you also have a rich witch spray that I love mm-hmm. so much. So, and it's not so much about the incense or the music or the product, whatever. It's it's about whatever you need to do to get in the energy. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's your energy. These other things are really just tools. And sometimes they help people and sometimes they don't help people. But if it works for you, utilize it because it's all about the energy flow. What else did I write? Nope, that was it. <laughs> yeah, so like citrine, pyrite, um, cinnamon, those all are like attuned to the frequency, the vibration of abundance. Um, so it's good to like get you in the energy if you need a little nudge um but it's like a subtle difference between like doing abundance and being abundant ah. so the like sort of like doing is really helpful um to help you like get there and then the goal is just like with intuition it's like doing intuition versus being intuitive the doing like helps you get there and helps you sort of validate and, and, and get in the energy, but the ultimate goal is that that's just your natural state. Mm-hmm. And that's just, it's just an intuitive, natural part of you to live abundantly, which is so possible for all of you. It's a high vibration. High vibration is your natural state as a human being, and it's so possible for all of you. You're so worthy of it. And I'm just like excited to see, maybe we're going to shift into ad break because... <gasps> We are seeing so many projects, businesses, new ideas pop up in the Patreon and it's so exciting and it's just like 
that's I write this like in my journal every single day where I'm like I'm just so um I'm just so grateful that I get to have an impact in creating more purpose and abundance in women's mm. lives like that's all I want I want you to invest in our patreon invest in one of um my courses invest in quantum goddess that we have coming up and then i want you to take that investment and go out there and make it back a thousand fold like oh yeah that's the impact that's like why we do all of this so it's really exciting and i think juliet has some fun things to share from the patreon this last week i do i do okay so we always talk about the patreon and i thought you know what this week i'm just gonna read some quotes from the patreon about what it's like to join about the experience because we can talk about it and talk about it and talk about it but but the girls the women the witches the goddesses within our amazing community i think say it best themselves and we didn't ask Mm -hmm. them to write any of this (laughs) just so you know Okay, so one person said, um, okay, wait, let me, they weren't lying on the podcast when they say you get such a warm welcome when you join. I really appreciate it. Mm. So we had a new girl join. We're so excited to have her. And before she could even say a word practically, in comes the the (laughs) abundance, talk about abundance of, oh my God, welcome. We're so happy you're here. Yay, 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 yay. And she was talking about being a little nervous. Like, I don't know. I was like, maybe I'm too late. This group's been chatting for a few months. Am I going to be like the outsider? And the answer is not even a little bit. This group (laughs) is just getting started. This group is going to grow and grow and grow. So this is the perfect time. Um, Somebody said, same though, it brings me back to when I decided to join and it was the best decision ever. I think creating this was the best decision ever. I know. Um, another beautiful goddess said, yes, it was so nice to join and be welcomed so nicely. I remember I was so nervous to send my first message and then I was welcomed in before I could even say anything. <laughs> That was cute. Another babe said, the first message was so scary, but I feel like I'm closer to you than the most, I'm sorry, but I feel like I'm closer to you all than most people that I've known for years. (laughs) (laughs) We really like get personal and shit. Yeah. Um, I was a little nervous to join a group that had been going on for a while. I pushed that ego aside and here I am and I feel so good. And then I have one more I want to read. Um, I'm listening to the pod and I just started sobbing when Sadie and Juliet were talking about the BFF chat. It's also true. When things come up in life, you all are the first ones I go to. And I feel like I'm a much more confident person and have really leveled up since joining in November. I love you guys. We love you. We love you. I might even have a couple more. Oh, somebody said this group and what we are doing is so effing special. I am feeling so mushy today. (laughs) (laughs) it was the full moon in cancer everyone was like let me tell you how much i love you i know we have these big love fests so i I almost feel like there's nothing more i need to say about it you've heard it from the the goddesses themselves it is a truly one-of-a-kind transformative welcoming amazing fun loving supportive group it's the best. It's still surreal that it exists and we made it. I, know, I, know, I can't I know. believe it. So yes, join the Goddess BFF Patreon today. We have a number of tiers, so there's many options. We even have a tier where you get to hang out with us once a month 
and a live Zoom call with your other uh, coven babes, which is coming up. Um, so yeah, we're very excited. We've had, let's see, we've had what a Halloween party, a Christmas party, a New Year's manifestation spell. Mm-hmm. We've done all sorts of fun, magical stuff, and we're just getting started. So definitely join with us today. Hey, Sadie, what's on your head? Oh, thank you for asking. It's my witch hat. <gasps> Look at how cute. Wow. Embroidered threads. <gasps> I have my goddess hat right here. Oh my gosh. And if you back. are, what? yes, on the back. Um, if you are listening, I have the uh, pink hat on um, and it's embroidered with the word witch in purple thread and on the back in purple it says goddess hangs and Juliet has the white goddess hat it's white with pink embroidery goddess on the front and goddess hangs on the back so every hat comes in pink or white or black which black. the black is more like a dark gray I think or is it true black I don't remember I think it's I think it's pretty black it's, it's true black. Okay, sorry. Mm-hmm. Forget what I said. And then <laughs> you have three color options. And then all of the goddess hats are embroidered in pink. And all of the witch hats are embroidered in purple. They're so cute. I wear mine literally every single day. I'm sure you see it in my Instagram stories all of the time. We can't wait to match you. And w- the Patreon put in a request for a bucket hat. So that may that may be coming soon. We'll see our options for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was playing around with that at about four in the morning last night. Of course, of course you were. <laughs> we can discuss that after the call. I have some mock-ups I can show you. Beautiful. So coming soon, the bucket hat. You've got the dad hat in front of you. You can see here we have the bucket hat coming soon. Mm-hmm. Um, we have our goddess hangs intuitive magic oracle deck which i've been shipping out a lot lately it's been very exciting there we are on the back of the box (gasps) julia would you like to pick a card for us what do we need to know this week so in my hands i have our incredible intuitive magic oracle deck the softest Sturdy, yet sturdiest, most slippery, delicious card deck <laughs> on the market, I dare I say. So I'm going to pick a card for the collective. And just so you know, this deck is perfect if you're like, I'm super new. I don't know how to use a deck. I've never mm-hmm. even held a deck that's not to play Go Fish. That's fine. This is the perfect <laughs> starter deck. And it's also perfect for witches and goddesses who've been at this for years. It is really an a one-size-fits-all intuitive oracle deck. My favorite is um, mixing it with uh, tarot cards. So getting a Ooh. message that's like part intuitive magic oracle, part tarot. That's fun. A lot of the goddesses in the Patreon show their tarot spreads where they've used the, the oracle deck um, to sort of like solidify or clarify their tarot messages. So that's another really fun way to use the Oracle deck. And I always love doing readings like that. I love mixing up my decks. So this has been a fun addition. Okay, I have two cards for us. Flute. <gasps> we got. So the first one, this card, um, when we work our events, is a hoot amongst the men. And it's the happy endings card. But we're thinking of it in like a very Cinderella kind of way. So it says, this situation will resolve beautifully for the highest good of all, trust in a happy ending. My hope is that this just means that healing and cures and 
normalcy awaits us. <laughs> yes. Happy endings. Okay. Yes. Um, and just so you know, Sadie designed all these beautiful images and I wrote the sweet messages and then we both worked together with our Patreon actually to design mm -hmm. the card. That was like the first day of the Patreon chat. I know. We just got in there and got to work. And then the other card, which I feel like is so perfect, inner goddess, awaken your inner goddess through divine femininity, dance, sensuality, and self-care. Mm. There's the inner goddess. Ooh. I feel that. That feels like a great theme for this week. Just be the inner goddess. I mean, that's a great um, talk about changing your identity. Mm -hmm. Like once I started, you know, wearing, I mean, I guess now we'll move on to the necklace. Once I, every time I put on this goddess necklace, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm absolutely a goddess. <laughs> no question. Oh yeah. I forgot. I forgot to put my jewelry on today. Oh, that's okay. I'll show mine. Show it off. Take it away, Juliet. I'll narrate. Okay. Here we have Juliet Piper in the Juliet, the goddess necklace, folks. That is gold titanium steel is that what it is it's <laughs> say that right stainless steel gold <laughs> stainless steel gold <laughs> just making things up i'm not i swear <laughs> it's so beautiful so high quality we are absolutely obsessed this is our jewelry collaboration with the beautiful samara of out charmed mm -hmm. and the link is in the show notes to get your own we also have a beautiful magic charm ring that pairs beautifully with Juliet's Laramar ring. Thank you. And the BFF charm bracelet where we've got the butterflies, the stars, the moon. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And if you are the kind of goddess who collects her own charms, sure, you you bet you could add those on there yourself <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I didn't even think of that, but that's actually a, a sweet idea. We could, oh, we could sell collector charms down the road. Oh, we like need to little, make one for the retreat. Yes, a retreat charm. They could wear it Speaking on this. Speaking of which. Oh, yeah. What else are we hosting up to? A <laughs> We're hosting an in-person retreat this mm -hmm. summer. We're very excited. Now, the invites are exclusive to the Patreon because, well, we want to get to know everyone before we all meet up. It's such a sisterhood. It's so powerful, and we're so excited. We have, what, four spots left? We have... Or five 10, spots. 11, 12, 13, 14, we have five spots. We have five spots mm -hmm. left. Yeah. Get them before they're gone. We're so excited. We got this beautiful big cabin mm -hmm. in Wisconsin on the lake. We're going to be dancing around the fire. We're going to be playing in the water. Um, this I'm so excited because I love kayaking and paddleboarding, but not in the ocean. I like doing it on lakes because it's chill and calm. And there's a whole freaking shed stacked with like toys there to play with to go kayaking and paddleboarding and and biking and all sorts of stuff it's going to be such a magical time we're going to yeah. have um time just to spend together and enjoy each other's company we're going to be working spells doing meditations and just uh, getting to know each other and connecting our beautiful goddess energy so we're so so excited to welcome the final five of you we have mm -hmm. How many, 10 people signed up already? Um, And then with Anna Lynn, she makes 11. Yeah, so there's and 11 then, goddesses already coming, plus and us. And then you and me, so 13. And we have we can do, we have to cap it at 18. Yep, yep. So mm -hmm. there's a few spots left. We'd love to have you. And final thing, quantum goddess. <gasps> quantum goddess. 
quantum goddess. goddess so we've been giving lots of teasers about this program that we are going to be coaching together it is the perfect fit for you if you have a project or idea or maybe even a freaking business um, that you're you're ready to bring to life to or maybe it's already a part of you but you're ready for the next level Julia and I together you've seen it all happen here in such a short period of time we really are a mastermind when it comes to our partnership we balance each other in mystical magical ways that don't even make sense the way we bring things into fruition and we're ready to bring our magic to you and your projects that you're creating and really quantum leap them into the next into the next level it's just going to be such an extraordinary opportunity because Sadie and I are very you know, we've done amazing things in our own lives and our own businesses and our own worlds. Nothing has been more profound than us, like joining forces and working together. We have different strengths that when they are combined, I believe are the reason why we've quantum leaped like beyond measure in this past year. And so the whole idea of quantum goddess is that you get this amazing personalized support with us to you know expand your business your vision your brand your art whatever it is so that from the moment you enroll to the time that we finish the program after three months you will have so much to show for it there will be so Mm -hmm. much excitement and energy behind it and you will do a true quantum leap and you'll have so much support and guidance along the way so it is you know for somebody who feels like um I'm ready to go to the next level. I'm ready to take the next step. I'm ready to move things along. Like this is for you. And it's going to be just magical, just magical. Absolutely. So what it's going to look like is us spending three months together. We are capping this program at 13 goddesses because we want to be able to give really deep connection and attention to each of your projects. So it's going to look like three months together, two calls per month um, where we coach you essentially on bringing these to life where you get to connect with the other goddesses that are in the same energy as you, ready to create, create, create. And then, of course, our famous group chats. There's going to be a group chat just for the quantum goddesses. So Julia and I will be there basically all of the time uh, to help coach you in between those calls and and bring bring your dreams into reality. I'm, I'm just so excited and so thrilled that this is going to be something where we're going to see concrete um, concrete shifts and and, and, and and things projects come into come to life. It's gonna be so exciting. I'm so I'm just uh, it's gonna be amazing. Yeah, it's it's going to be fabulous because you're because Sadie is really so masterful at um, energy work, um, beliefs, witchcraft, um, intuitive visions. I mean, you get that part of her, which is just unbelievable. And then um, I can come in with some more like almost like the more masculine go getter, almost maybe the more practical sides of it. So you get this like you get this beautiful marriage (laughs) both of the things that we're really good at um and our own intuitive visions and support to help you on your journey you know which is just 
I just think it's going to be amazing. And I think we're all just going to be crying all the time and so proud of each other. <laughs> I know. So make sure that you are on the wait list because I can't remember the date that we are launching the cart. We'll, we'll post that in the show notes, but we are only accepting 13 goddesses, 13. Our wait list at the time of recording is already about 30. So that means not everyone's getting in that's interested. So you want to be able to set your alarms for when this cart opens. Make sure you're signed up because it's going to be extremely limited. This is our beta launch. So it's going to be quite the deal as we work out, you know, what this first round looks like for the future rounds to come. So you definitely want to be here for the first round with us. It's going to be a heck of a deal, an incredible investment. And we're so, so excited to see who we end up working with. I I already have an idea. I have an intuitive idea of what the group's going to look like and feel like. Um, So I'm just really excited about the kind of projects that are going to happen because it's going to be different than what we're used to creating, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's going to be awesome to work with that energy. So Make sure go in the show notes, sign up for that wait list. Uh, anything else? Quantum leaping class is in session. I just felt like <laughs> saying that. <laughs> there we go. You heard it there, folks. <laughs> well, make sure you're signed up for that wait list. Make sure that you are joining our Patreon. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Goddess Hangs. I am at I am Sadie Olson. I'm at Juliet.Piper. Remember, if you leave a review for us, that if you send us the screenshot of the review, we will email you our goddess meditation that we created just for you. Mm. All you have to do okay. is email it to uh, goddesshangs at gmail.com. And like we mentioned earlier, if you join our email list, you get my free super famous money spell that... Honestly, everyone tells me what the, what's happening with the spell, and I'm like, I really should take this off of the free <laughs> thing and start charging for it because, holy shit, y'all are making some money off it. But I'm happy <laughs> to continue to allow it to be a freebie. It's what you make of it. So make sure you're on our email list. We send out a weekly newsletter, and I think that's it. That's it. All right. We'll see you next week, goddesses. Bye. Bye. Bye.